Blog Talk Radio. Well, good morning, everyone. This is Stuart Crawford coming to you from Calgary, Alberta, Canada. And welcome to Small Business IT Radio, a weekly radio program done over the blogtalkradio.com network. For you, the IT professional, the owner of an IT consulting business, a managed service provider, whatever you are in in the IT business that focuses on small business, this is the program for you. We talk about the business side of how IT affects what we deliver to our end clients, uh, the technologies that are out there that we can use to enhance our business. We try not to dig a lot really deep into the actual nuts and bolts of the speeds and feeds of the solutions out there. We try to keep it at a very high level uh, from the business side. There's lots of great podcasts out there uh, geared to the technical side of the uh, the business. Uh, here we talk about the business side, and we uh, we have a lot of fun doing it. We have our archives that are available on smallbusinessitradio.com, and I encourage you to go check out that website. Hey, sign up for our alerts while you're there and our, and our messages, and stay up uh, the speed of what's going on in the in the small business IT community across the globe. Uh, today we have a, a great show uh, on the schedule here for you. We're joined by Jim Hamilton, and Jim is the program director for MSP Partners. And before we get in uh, their conversation with Jim here, few housekeeping uh, things to talk about. First of all, we do accept live calls into the program, and you can do that by dialing into area code 646-716-8372, and just wait there, and we'll get to your call when we have an opportunity. Again, our website is smallbusinessitradio.com, and we do have a, a sign-up page there to get uh, some tips and tricks, alerts, and whatever else we post up on the website, deliver right to your inbox, and you can also sign up uh, via the RSS feed, or if you have one of those nice little iPod devices, uh, you can click on the iTunes link and get your uh, this copy of the show delivered right to your uh, to your iPod. Again, it's uh, a great uh, fall day here in the western part of Canada, and I'm sure we're talking to a few other partners uh, an hour ago from across North America. It's really been a great uh, season. It's been busy all over all over North America, at least anyway, from the IT side. And I want to introduce uh, a good friend of the program here. Uh, and uh, my company, IT Matters, out of Calgary, is a member of MSP Partners. And I got to meet a few of the guys uh, at some of the various trade shows around the world, the, around North America in the last little while at SMB Nation, CompTIA, to name a few. And I want to introduce Jim Hamilton, who's the program director of MSP Partners, onto, the, onto Small Business IT Radio today. And Jim joins us from Ottawa, Ontario, Canada. And um, he, um, he can tell us all about the about the program and his role there. Um, but Jim, welcome to the uh, welcome to the program today. Uh, tell us a little about yourself. Who are you? What uh, what do you do with inside of uh, MSP part or MSP Partners? Okay, well, thanks, Stuart. I appreciate the opportunity to be on the program this morning or this afternoon, wherever you may be. Um, I'm the program director with MSP Partners, and um, about uh, January 2007, the start of this year, uh, I became involved with, uh, this was really just an idea at the time. It was uh, an idea thrown around by the five founding companies, uh, Cisco, Intel, Ingram Micro, Level Platforms, and Microsoft. And uh, the idea was, you know, uh, vendors have an awful lot to add to the managed services discussion going on in the industry right now, the real, actually more of a, a transformation that's been, been sweeping through the industry. 
And so uh, there was a decision made that um, you know it, it'd be good uh, to form an organization that's that's vendor founded and uh, with contributions from vendors, uh, really around building uh, a managed services business and and how to best build a managed services business. So I got involved back in in January of this year. We launched the program in March of this year, so that gives you an idea of just how quickly uh, and, and and how much energy went into to launching this program. And uh, so I, I've been uh, really running the program along with uh, other folks at MSP Partners, helping helping build this program. Um, and uh, we've just had. Uh, I've been telling people that uh, a lot of a lot of times it's felt like I've been strapped to a rocket and we've just we've just taken off through 2007. Uh, but really, we're seven months into the program and just just thrilled with how well it's been received by solution providers. Uh, thrilled with how well it's been received by vendors, and uh, just just really happy to be part of the program and uh, and be able to talk to you about it a little bit this morning. Well, great, and welcome again to the uh, to the program. So. What is the mandate for MSP partners? Is it to help the solution provider? Is it a client or is it a vendor? What's the what's the overall mandate of the of the whole program? Well, first and foremost, it's an education program for solution providers, and what we're looking at is helping manage uh, solution providers adopt and build better managed services businesses. And we do that through education. We have a, a big education component of the program through IPED, which I can talk in more detail about in a, in, in a bit, um, as well as you know help uh, define uh, best uh, best. Uh, uh, industry practices and standards around managed services delivery, and then the other thing is is to uh, help vendors uh, really tell their story to the managed services uh, managed services story to the solution provider community. So it's it's twofold. It's a it's a program to help uh, solution providers uh, adopt managed services and build better managed services businesses, and it's also uh, a way of uh, giving the vendors uh, a voice into the in, uh, a bigger voice into the channel and being able to tell how they can help solution providers with their managed services practice. That's great. Um, I mean, I like the whole education thing. I think, well, you know, managed services, that term's been thrown around <laughs> since I can remember for, you know, a long time, uh, going <laughs> back three or four or five years. My sure. company has been doing managed services to some degree for seven years. We never <laughs> called it that, but <laughs> all of a sudden we were on this thing about managed <laughs> services. Uh, I like what Dan says uh, about the whole level platforms approach. That's kind of that band internally. Uh, you know, we, there's a lot of challenges out there, uh, Jim, around managed services and how to deliver and what we should charge. And uh-huh. a lot. You, mean, you can go to any small business IT conference and you can hear the discussions in the hallways around, hey, how are you doing managed services? What tools are you using? Uh-huh. Is your organization like a great starting place for for guys like me to come to? Absolutely, absolutely. I mean, managed services. I mean, in, in all reality, is is something that's that's been in evolution for the last twenty years. Um, solution providers in the channel have been delivering products, and when they delivered those products, they they needed to deliver services with them. It's just that uh, lately, there's been a, a nice handle around it. There's been a, a number of tools and technologies, uh, particularly around remote monitoring and management, that have that have helped sort of build this. This um, this this uh, cross a threshold where it's 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 a well recognized term in the industry, and um, and as far as uh, 
managed services at MSP Partners, uh, we offer all kinds of training around building a managed services business. So principally, uh, with uh, our iPad education program, we offer three courses. They're uh, one-hour courses in length with a 30-minute question and answer program at the end of it. And it really covers um, you know, the, the basics of, of managed services business. So first of all, why should you be in a managed services business anyway? What is a managed services business? What are the benefits to the solution provider of offering something like managed services. I'd say mostly uh, these days with the amount of communication that goes on in the industry, most, most folks, most solution providers understand the benefits uh, of managed services, but it sort of sets the stage for why, why we should get into the managed services business in the first place. Second thing is then how do you, how do you start a managed services business? Um, a lot of folks are doing it already and they just, they just don't know it. But how do I take my break-fix business uh, you know, and all the problems that go along with that, you know, reactive uh, activity burst, uh, time and materials billing, uh, you know, event-based services, all of these things, lumpy revenue, all of these things that go along with a break-fix business, and how do I transform my business into all the benefits that come around managed services, like pre-scheduled services, uh, remote monitoring and, and, and remote service delivery, uh, long-term contracts, uh, even revenue, and all of these good things. So how do I get started and how do I uh, transform my business into, uh, into a managed service business and realize a lot of these benefits? And then a lot of folks, as I mentioned already, are doing this and, and have a managed services business. So how do I get to be even better? How do I grow my revenue? How do I build my infrastructure to take advantage uh, and, 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 and even better optimize for a managed services business? Um, what vendors uh, are out there in the industry that can help me with, with respect to building a managed services business? How do I structure a sales force? and on and on and on. So the, the courses that we offer through MSP Partners, and actually I'm, I might just put in a point that they're, they're becoming on demand uh, this fall as well. We were having them live over the course of the year, but this, this fall they've gone to an on-demand basis. Uh, we have the first one. It, it, you can go and log into the site, and you can, you can listen to the, the, first, the first course. But all the courses by uh, the, the beginning of November will be on demand. But all of these courses deal with these critical issues and, and things that, that solution providers are talking about as they make the transition to managed services. Perfect. And, I mean, I always, I'm a big fan of on-demand because, especially in our space, in the small business IT space, hey, it's hard for us to take time out of the day to commit an hour or two when we're also running around taking care of our client needs and things like that. So if you can go home and spend an hour or two in the evening watching it, uh, you know, you got to still manage that life balance. Uh, as my uh, better half always reminds me that their <laughs> kids and her are there too. So, you know, <laughs> Absolutely. Be the, you know it's great to spend time watching uh, TV with them or uh, in, in the living room watching, you know, we're watching the World Series right now, and mm -hmm. but I still have my laptop on my lap, and that's not the same. But, uh, I mean, it's great that the on-demand so can actually take some time out. You can take time that critical time uh, from working in your business to working on your business, which a lot of the great uh, uh, success stories uh, will tell you. Uh, Jim, I wanted to talk about um, you know a couple things that are you know bugging me about managed services. Maybe you can address some of them. Now, the first thing is geographically. Do you know if there's certain areas in the world where Hey, there's MSP partners out there having more success with managed services than over other geographical regions, or are you finding it you know, being consistent no matter where you're located? Um, 
I, I, I guess I'm sort of thinking about how best to address this question, but definitely we see managed services is a well-understood concept uh, in North America. Um, you know, people, people have heard about it. People understand the benefits of moving to it. Um, I would say, for what my opinion is worth, that uh, the, 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 the thinking in, in parts of the rest of the world around managed services is probably not as far along the adoption curve as, as, as in North America. But that being said, um, we have lots of partners who are in Australia, lots of partners in Europe, lots of partners in the UK, and uh, people understand the inherent benefits of the model. Uh, they understand that their customers don't want to buy managed services. What they want is predictable, affordable, uh, um, uh, you know, a strategic enabler to their business around IT. And when you put it in those terms, uh, solution providers get it, customers get it, and, and people are adopting it. So we're seeing right now we're at a, at a conference in UK, CompTIA Breakaway, and um, and uh, people are getting it. People understand that that managed services is is a benefit to them, and it's a benefit to their customers. So so definitely, it's it's something that's not unique to North America, but certainly I, I would say it's it's more mature in North America at this time. I can just speak of my own local geography here in southern Alberta. <laughs> is the oil patch being the most is the dominant industry? It's still a traditional. You do an hour of work we'll pay you for an hour of work. Mm -hmm. And it's just now that we're starting to see this whole uh, managed services, or if you you know use Arnie Bellini's uh, description of technology as a service, just starting to uh, get some traction in the market. And a few of my friends and colleagues that I've been talking with over the last month are just starting to get their whole recurring revenue stream uh, starting to flow. Where in some other geographies like in North America, they've been doing it for a long time and having a lot of success. So, mm -hmm. uh, if if you're one of those areas where it's just starting to take off, well, congratulations! You're uh, there's huge business opportunity there for you. Mm -hmm. And if you're one of those ones uh, that are in a you know an area where it's pretty matured, mm -hmm. uh, now it's time to kind of think out of that box a little bit and and start thinking about ways to adopt it. And I've I'm going to swipe an idea that my good friend Arlen Sorensen uh, talked about. Jim, you probably know Arlen from some mm -hmm. of the, the crowds that we hang out with. Sure. Is that managed services, as we know, came you know version 1.0 a few years back. I like to think we're kind of in version 2.0. And now version 3.0 is kind of on the horizon where we got all this great infrastructure. You know, in, for, for lack of better terms, the infrastructure is pretty sound now. You know, the Windows is pretty stable we got some great uh, systems out there that, you know, Cisco's making some good routers that are, you know, stable. There Not a lot of work has to be done to it. Went to version 2.0, which was how to get all this stuff connected and working. Really, the next version of managed services, in my opinion, is the evolution of how do we, what do we do with all this data that we got mm. uh, floating around out there, and how do we manage it, and how do we work with it? Mm -hmm. Are you guys starting to see that in, in the partnerships, uh, the partners that you have in, in your program? Yeah, uh, definitely. You know, when you think about remote monitoring and management, and um, and and the the ability to remotely monitor a customer's environment, um, uh, certainly things like uh, asset information and that sort of stuff is is absolutely uh, helpful for you as as a business and and, and a value add that you can add to your your solution provider to your customers. 
um, services is that you you know you can monitor the the amount of software that's installed in different places. But absolutely, you know the the it's it's a phenomenon not unique to the SMB channel or or even to managed services that uh, as we become more automated. Um, unless we implement technology well uh, with good processes and, and, and good intelligence around it, uh, really all we're doing is contributing to chaos, right? We're just generating more information. We're generating more data. And so critical, a critical component of that is being able to take all of this information that we generate, whether it's assets, whether it's information about statuses on devices, whether it's uh, information about our customers' networks, whatever it is, taking it and, and synthesizing it in a way so that we can make good business decisions, uh, both for our first, first for our course, customers, of course, as, as solution providers, but then also for ourselves so that we can optimize our business, make it, um, uh, make it more efficient uh, operationally, uh, make it more efficient from a sales perspective. So, uh, yeah, uh, you know, that, that hasn't changed. Managing information effectively is the key to running a good business anywhere, but even more so as, as as the IT industry evolves. Okay, perfect. Now, you mentioned a few uh, key areas there a few minutes ago around high, uh, why, when, how. I mean, I've been in business for, for seven years servicing the small business community in Calgary. We've done, you know what, we've done, we've done fairly well as a as a traditional break-fix uh, company with, with our little spin on management. We, um, but the tools are phenomenal compared to what they were seven years ago. Mm-hmm. No, we, we've done good. You know, started with uh, three guys, up to 27 employees now. Good for you. Uh, is it um, is it too late for us kind of guys to adopt a, like a full managed services mentality? Or when? I mean, what what are you recommending to your to your membership? Uh, is it fully just, just go f- full steam ahead here with a managed services uh, pro- uh, solution? Or are you seeing a lot of your members, members still with a hybrid of a little bit, little bit break-fix, a little bit managed services, a little bit of this, a little bit of that? What's, what are you guys seeing in your membership? Well, I guess a, a number of things around some of those thoughts. And in, in that, you know, managed services is not so much a... Um, a process or, or something that you, you do to your customers, it's really a way of running your business. It's a way of, of, of building your business and, and providing more value to your end customer. And, and, of course, at the end of the day, we all want satisfied customers. We want to be able to deliver them the services that they want. And traditionally, they've received services in the form of, of break-fix. You know, my server's down. I call somebody in. They come in and they fix it. You know, I, I, I have a virus on my network. I call somebody in and they do a scan of the network and they get rid of it and maybe they implement a solution to prevent it from coming back. And that's that's worked to a point. Um, but what what... Certainly, uh, the the research that I've seen from iPad, the the training I've seen from iPad, and certainly from from talking to vendors in the industry, and certainly talking to solution providers who've who've really done well implementing uh, managed services, is that what you're doing is you're you're providing more value to your end customer, and you're you're looking at and you're saying, you know, rather than me coming in periodically and billing you a certain amount for a broken situation that results in, you know, you not having services, you having a large bill all of a sudden, you you being down for a period of time, you trying to be able to contact me and all the stress that's around that. Instead of 
operating this way anymore. What I'd like to do is I'd like to change the way we operate so that uh, I bill you on, on a regular basis. And you might even be able to demonstrate that, you know, uh, that, that, uh, that by, um, um, by flattening out your billing, uh, that, that it's predictable for the end customer. Um, it, it might even be a little bit less than what they regularly get, uh, which I know at first sounds like a little bit scary for, for a solution provider, but in the long run can be much better for a solution provider's business. But explain all the benefits to the customer and why you want to do things the way you want to do it. I want to install software. I want to be able to monitor what's going on. I want to know when your server's down. I want to be able to see usage trends on your server, so I want to understand that you know, you're running out of disk space here, or I want to be able to see that there's a security threat in your firewall over here, or I want to see that your antivirus settings haven't been updated for a while. I want to be able to keep my finger on all of these things so that you don't have to worry about it. And the net result to you at the end of the day is less downtime, uh, predictable revenue, uh, predictable costs to me, uh, the, the, the customer, and, and just a, a better business model. And of course, the benefits to the solution provider is, is that that you know you're able to operate much more efficiently, and the tech who was out, you know, rolling a truck, visiting all of these different fires and putting them out, no longer is spending its time. We used to talk about uh, uh, with with one of my my customers in a previous life. We used to talk about reducing windshield time and increasing monitor time. And, and I know as a solution provider, you understand that, right? I don't get paid to stare and look through a windshield of a car. I get paid to sit in front of a, a monitor, and, and that's how I add value to the business. And so by being able to uh, adopt technology like remote monitoring and management, I'm taking that tech that I'm paying and taking his windshield time away and putting him in front of a monitor and being able to do what he does best on a much grander scale. And so what you can do is you can offer things like uh, uh, you know, uh, a service to more customers that's cheaper for you to implement, that nets in more uh, revenue for you and better, better uh, profit margins as a result, too, by lowering your costs, increasing your customer base, and increasing your revenue. So all of this working together makes uh, – this is a really long-winded answer, and I apologize, Stuart, but, but it, it's really all about changing the way you do business. It's not about technology. It's not about process. It's not about doing managed services. It's about doing what's right for your customer and also, of course, what's right for your own business. And that, you know, Jim, that's a great uh, way to describe it. And no worries on the, the length of the answer because really your information is more valuable than me just asking questions anyways. But, <laughs> you know, um, a couple of things I pulled out of there, uh, of your talk there was it's creating that win-win. I mean, it has to be a win for your Absolutely. client. It has to be a win for the business. What we have found in our experience of taking uh, our traditional break-fix uh, clientele and offering them a managed services solution is generally they actually end up paying a little bit more because now we can do all that services that they weren't allowing us to do previously because yep. they would only call us when they need us, like, like a machine's got a virus or a server's yep. down. Now we're doing more proactive uh, maintenance and proactive services and, and sure. really at the end of the day servicing them more efficiently more and mm-hmm. giving them the attention that they deserve. Mm-hmm. The, the the challenges we found is convincing the small business that the, let's call it managed services platform for now, uh, is 
better for them in in the long run than, for example, if I took my car and put it in for regular maintenance, uh, it would save me money over the long term of you know driving it and uh, all of a sudden the engine fees is because I didn't change the oil. Mm-hmm. Uh, I get that. Uh, sometimes we find the traditional challenges of small business clients don't understand that mm-hmm. uh, when it comes to the computer systems. They get it with their vehicles in the field and all the other services they have. Mm-hmm. It, how can we use our MSP partner membership? And you mentioned training. Is there training available from the sales side that we can you know, tr- help us get this message? Because most IT people are not, are not sales people, so they struggle with this. Yeah. Yeah, the, the the iPad training I can't recommend it highly enough on the on the site. Um, the third course um, uh, that we offer through the iPad program uh, really goes into depth on building your sales team, uh, how to sell managed services. Uh, and just to give you a little sample of sort, if you walk into your customer and say, "I'm going to give you managed service. Here's why, and it's great. You know that conversation's probably not going to be very effective. What you need to do is you need to put it in terms that are going to be effective for them and understand their business. And things that they understand are less downtime, you know, predictable cost to my IT services business, a valued, trusted partner who is intimately familiar and connected with my work and can respond to problems. Uh, at, at, at worst, as, as soon as I know about them. Uh, and at best, if it happens off hours or it happens to a system that maybe isn't uh, is less visible, uh, you can be responding and fixing the problem before I even know about it. And those are terms customers get. So anyway, the, 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 on the site, through the iPad training, uh, Ryan Morris and Tony Clayton Hine from iPad do a great job walking through building a sales staff, building a pipeline, how do you lead? What kind of collateral do you need? Uh, how can we market our services? How do we use technology like RMM or um, you know managed security services or uh, you know uh, uh, um, disaster recovery services and 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 offsite disaster recovery that sort of thing? How do we use all of those and build a portfolio of services that we offer to our end customer? And, and, and effectively communicate it to them. One of the nice things I, I really like about the iPad program is that it recognizes that you know solution providers, for the most part, are in the business because they love the technology. They're in technology enthusiasts. They started out that way. You know, they they, they get it. They understand why. <laughs> I mean, this is pretty simple, but they understand why email is a benefit. They understand why you know we need all of this technology in our business. Uh, but one of the things that it, it, it does, this training, is it's tailored to that kind of, a, of, a, of a, a person's background and then helps them to take that technical knowledge and, and, and present it in a way that a business owner will understand, in a way that, that somebody who's got a bottom line to meet or a payroll to meet will understand and being able to effectively get out and communicate that message. So uh, if, if you're an MSP Partners member, Great. Uh, we're, we're, we're so happy to have you as part of our program. Uh, if you haven't listened to the iPad courses yet, the three iPad courses on our site, uh, log in. There's uh, some live ones coming up October 31st and November 1st. And uh, as well, after that, the, uh, they'll all be on demand after November 1st. Uh, but I can't recommend them highly enough. 
a little bit of shameless uh, self-promotion here, but um, if you uh, we we do we do statistical sampling on the and and feedback from the courses that we offer, and we've just been thrilled with the the, the folks who've been attending and the responses we've been getting. Um, we have some nice statistics, like 95% uh, of the people who who have attended the our managed services courses from IPED have said that uh, it's the best managed services education they've received to date. Um, we have great question and answer periods after. That's one of the nice things about as much as we like on demand and being able to fit it around our schedule, uh, there's also the great ability to, to ask people questions and have an interactive discussion uh, after a session. So when you go to the live events on the 31st or the 1st, uh, Ryan and Tony, uh, I, I'm not sure who's going to be presenting on the 31st or the 1st, but one of them will be available to answer questions and, and deal with issues. So anyway, make 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 time to 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 get this education and and to sit in on this on these courses they really are phenomenal and the, and the feedback has has been great and if you're not a if you're not an MSP partners member you can join uh, and i'm happy to announce that uh in uh people who can join uh now for 2007 also will receive a 2008 membership uh we're coming up to the end of the year uh and so your investment in the 2007 program uh, of $49, which um, is, is pretty small in the scheme of things, uh, will allow you to enjoy all the benefits of the program in 2008 as well. So you get all the courses uh, for that $49? Yep, $49, and then there's also the uh, 2008 program uh, that's coming up as well that I can tell you about uh, later on in the show. But, yeah, absolutely, and, and essentially what we're doing is we're taking – uh, MSP Partners 1.0 in 2007, and we're putting out MSP Partners 2.0 in 2008. So we're really uh, augmenting what we what we have to offer and the value we have to offer to, to solution providers in 2008. I don't think there's a better deal out there uh, for for $49, uh, Jim. No, uh, maybe maybe you can't even get onto the uh, online peer groups that I facilitate for for $49. So yeah. it's a great uh, you know. Forty nine dollars in the and the big thing is one monitoring one desktop per month. So right. 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 Well and, and and the the market would bear it out too. We have over seventeen hundred members in the program uh so far uh this year. Uh and we're tracking well to being at over two thousand by year's end. So um folks folks recognize the value when they see it and we're we're just thrilled that, that uh so many people have made it uh uh have become members and MSP partners. And there's no such thing as uh uh, you can do all the shameless self-promotion. <laughs> That's what this is about, to bring value to, to the listeners. And I really like your comment you made about the, the live portion. Again, this this program is, uh, and it's a great segue into what we're doing here, this program is available live. You can go to blogtalkradio.com and listen to it live, or you can go to smallbusinessitradio.com and click on the link to listen to it live. And the best interaction is when you can call in and ask questions. And the same thing with your uh, with your training. Take the time and uh, get on live, and you can ask a question. Yeah, you can download it and listen to it on your iPod when you're working out or in the comfort of your home uh, doing some of the training uh, on demand. But nothing nothing beats the uh, the live experience, mm-hmm. uh, Jim. So that's a great, uh, great talk there. Now, I want to dig into a little bit about the uh, the whole MSP Partners program. We kind of talked about some of the training available and all that mm-hmm. good stuff. Mm-hmm. And before we get into that, I just want to remind people, if you do want to make a live call, Number is 646-716-8372. Stuart Crawford, and we're talking with Jim Hamilton from RSP Partners. Jim, I paid my 49 bucks. Uh, besides getting to talk to our good friend Rachel, what else is the benefits of uh, 
of joining uh, MFP Partners? Well, as, as I mentioned, there's the iPad courses, which are really the core of the program. So that's that's uh, the the the, the uh, one of the main benefits of the program. But we all have uh, a number of case studies from solution providers who've made the transition to managed services and experienced the bumps and the bruises along the way. And so uh, you have an opportunity to listen to them and, and hear what worked well uh, and hear what didn't work well. Um, you know, some of the struggles they had maybe around pricing or some of the struggles they had around conveying the value to their customers. Uh, and so those are all in the uh, solution provider case studies. We have a nice cross-section of a number of solution providers, and we'll be adding to those uh, through 2007 and into 2000. As well as part of the program, what you get is um, we have a little vendor showcase, and I like to describe it as a virtual trade show light. And so you get an opportunity to go in and see what uh, folks like uh, big customer, big part, uh, sorry, big sponsors of ours like um, Cisco and Microsoft and Intel have to offer around uh, managed services and supporting a managed services business. You get to see what um, some of the, the you know the regulars in the industry that we see like Autotask and ConnectWise and Sigra and all of these folks. We also get to see what the smaller guys uh, have to say as well. So we have uh, Vemboos and uh, an online. Um, uh, backup uh, business continuity solution. Uh, they're part of our program. Uh, they're based out of out of India and, and, and offer a great service. Uh, we have other people like um, uh, uh, Checkpoint uh, as well as a, a sponsor in the program. So a nice cross section. And in the vendor showcase, you you get to see what they have to offer. In particular, you also get a 30-minute webinar on. The, uh, on, on what they have to offer in a managed services environment. So you can sit and listen to, uh, what's the SIGRA doing these days? What can they offer me in my business? How about a sterile? What are they doing? Uh, and so those are, those are all up on the site as well. Okay, perfect. And I'm going to kind of put you on the spot uh, right now, and I hope you're prepared for this one. Or, you know what, maybe you're not, because we actually never even talked about it. Sure. Yeah. Is I'm doing a, next week we have... Uh, the folks from uh, Dell Canada coming on the program mm-hmm. to talk about their SMB strategies and, and maybe talk about their channel program because we all know they're getting into it. And I want to. There's a lot of uh, rumors going around out there about you know what are they going to do, how they're going to infect, uh, impact the the community, mm-hmm. and all that stuff. And I mean, I my own personal views is that you know I, there's competition all over the place, right from the guys down the street to the big box retailers and and whoever, but. What is MSP Partners doing to help the members with, I love how Eric Simpson calls it, the 800-pound gorilla is coming into the market? Because it, they're starting to identify it's a hot market. Mm-hmm. Uh, are you guys uh, educating the membership about how to compete in that market? Are you accepting these people in as uh, as members? Uh, what's, the, what's the strategy with the, with the organization? Well, I, I believe, and and the strategy of the organization is, is that um, you know you make information available to people. People are smart. People are get it. Uh, get it. People know how to run their business, and so our job is really to facilitate getting information out to people. Uh, the program is an open program. We uh, we anybody with a, a managed services story to tell who wants to tell it uh, is is welcome to tell it in our in our program. And uh, really, you know, more information, uh, the ability for people to understand what different companies are all about, whether it's, as you say, you know, the 500-pound gorilla 
or whether it's the the new startup out of you know out of out of Ottawa, Ontario, of all places, you know it, there's there's an opportunity to get your information out to solution providers so that they can make good decisions about building their business. Sort of touching on this a little bit, uh, maybe a little bit of a, a different uh, answer or direction that you wanted to go is is what we're seeing is increasingly solution providers are choosing their vendor partners not just based on the technology that they offer, but even more importantly or just as importantly as the technology they offer is how well it integrates and works with other technology in the business. How, how open is a vendor solution? How compatible is a vendor solution with other vendor solution? Does it support a managed services strategy? Uh, or is it closed and proprietary and 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 not not open to to other environments? And so I think that's a huge thing that uh, over the next year we'll see more and more as people look at this idea of open vendor collaboration and and vendors being able to work well with one another. Um, we um, recently uh, submitted an article. Uh, on open vendor collaboration, and, and a big big theme, obviously, in, in the industry today is, is constant change, and not just constant change, but the pace of change. Pace of change is increasing every single year, and so in an environment like that, how do you adopt? How do you adapt? Dell comes into the market. Dell acquires uh, other RMM solutions. Um, other vendors are, are, are emerging. Other vendors are changing their strategy and moving from one solution to another. Uh, new software, new technology is introduced. How in the world can a solution provider adapt? Well, a solution provider adapts by uh, embracing uh, like-minded vendors who are open and able to work with different solutions so that the solution they implement today is going to work six months from now, it's going to work a year from now, it's going to work three years from now, when uh, vendor solutions change, uh, uh, technology changes, and the industry matures. And I love that because um, I have a new kind of approach to how I do business. Uh, it's still kind of in development, but I, I can talk about it for a little bit here. It's, it's a 7 seven by 24 by 360 mentality. Mm-hmm. And you know, we all heard 7, 24, 365. Mm-hmm. The 360 is not in the number of days in the, in the calendar year. Mm-hmm. It's how we view things. Yeah. And it doesn't. You, you mentioned it doesn't matter if it's Dell. It doesn't matter if it's CDW. It doesn't matter if it's the, the IT provider from Ottawa, Ontario. Because I talked with a guy this morning who lives in Detroit. He has clients in San Diego and Dallas. He's a managed service provider, and he can go and do his services anywhere in the world. And he's only a three or four man operation, so it doesn't matter the size of that 800 pound, 500 pound, 200 pound, 50 pound gorilla that's out there. Mm-hmm. The competition is global. Mm-hmm. So we have to be able to, as solution providers, operate in a 7 by 24 environment. Mm-hmm. That's pretty straightforward. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I believe fully gone are the days of 8 to 5, and you only focus 8 to 5. Um, you know, we all heard the stories, well, you're going to be out of business if you don't adopt managed services or do this. I honestly believe if we don't move into a 7 by 24 environment, we will have difficulty doing our, our business. Somebody's going to step in and offer that service. Because... Mm-hmm. The world operates that way. I have an office in Calgary, but I have salespeople in Dubai, in New Elpatch, for example. Mm-hmm. When it's, we're sleeping, they're working. Mm-hmm. Uh, then the 360 is around really the view and how we view things. You've got to have an all-around view of how you do, you do your services these days. It's, 
it's not it's not black and white anymore. It's really multiple shades of gray, and what may fit for one guy doesn't fit for the next. So it really comes down to the big picture of things. And I like what you guys what you said there about you know the competition is uh, just not down you know the guy down the street to the guy across the country, mm-hmm. uh, uh, Jim from that. And you know what? These guys are going to come into the market, and there's there's nothing we can do about it. And that's just the, that's just the way it works, especially as a small business, uh, the awareness of small business really starts to. I haven't. I don't. I honestly don't think it really gained the momentum that it's going to. I think a lot of companies are just starting to wake up and realize there's a whole big market out there. And I'm sure we've seen it on the commercials on TV, right? Mm-hmm. Look at the the guy looking out the window and said, "There's our, the market is over the horizon mm-hmm. that they're dealing with." Mm-hmm. So what what is what is the MSP partners doing to prepare? Uh, the membership for that whole the whole global economy and how we do business. Mm-hmm. Well, we have uh, in 2008, as I mentioned, we're in- introducing uh, our MSP Partners 2.0 or or 2008, if you will. And uh, what we're doing is uh, we have uh, all new content uh, from from iPad. Uh, this year, it's going to be uh, video on demand. And it's going to look at um, really MSP 2.0 type type issues, uh, things like how can I make my business more profitable? How can I adapt my business to uh, what I see in best-in-class businesses out there? Um, what kind of data and trends are emerging in the industry that I need to be aware of uh, in order to adapt my business and, and to make it grow. So that's a big part of the, the 2008 program uh, with uh, with the video on demand coming out from, from iPad. As well, uh, we're really pleased to announce that we have a tool to help you analyze and, and, and evaluate your business to make it more profitable, to make it more robust. It's uh, some of you may be familiar with it. It's an uh, it's again from iPad. It's a best-in-class uh, comparison tool. And what what you do is you go on and you you enter information about your business, uh, things about profitability in different areas, and number of customers, and revenue, and 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 all of these sorts of things. And then what it'll do is it'll take that data, and it'll do a comparison against the real leaders out in the industry right now, the best-in-class, and it'll give you a breakdown and an analysis on what parts of your business. Uh, are maybe vulnerable, uh, what sort of things you need to do in order to augment your business to get it to a best-in-class status. So that's a big part of the program for, for 2008. As well, we recognize that there's an awful lot of good resources out there today. There's uh, a number of leading industry consultants, um, a, a number of leading thought leaders. And so we're, uh, we're working, uh, sifting through that data, and we want to be able to prepare um, to present in 2008 uh, a, a number of resources from from leading thought leaders in the industry uh, on MSP on uh, managed services and the trends in managed services. So those are big things that are coming up in our education program in 2008. Another big thing that I might just just put in here is that we're going to be having an online event in uh, in 2008 as well in Q3. The date's still to be determined, uh, but this will be an online event and an opportunity for uh, solution providers and vendors to meet uh, through a virtual environment and to be able to talk and discuss. Uh, we'll have keynote speakers, much like a, a, a regular event, and uh, will be a real opportunity to network and talk about the challenges that they're facing in their business and how they can augment their business. So these are a number of things that, that we're working on for 2008 
Uh, and again, uh, the great news is that, that the cost of joining in 2008 is $49. It's not changing, and uh, you get probably twice the amount of value, no, more than twice the amount of value that you got in 2007. It's going to be it's going to be a fantastic program. Well, I'm, I'm looking forward to it, I'm, especially the uh, the online uh, trade show. I'm really looking forward to that. Uh, uh, Jim, we got a few minutes left here. If I was going to, if I'm an MFP and I need three things to take away. Uh, to maybe to start implementing uh, in the last quarter here, 2007, or something to plan for the first quarter, 2008. Uh, what would I, what would I do? Uh, where can I? What would what would be some of the things that you would recommend? Um, one, I would say, if you're not looking at uh, a remote, if you don't have a remote monitoring and management solution, then you really you really need to start thinking about that, even for your own business. I mean, there's there's compelling business reasons. For, for building uh, your customer base and, and, and increasing revenue uh, through customers and better service to your customers, but even just just to know what's going on in different networks and being able to see opportunities before they before they they come to you from your customer, being able to see project work that you might be able to. So that's that's definitely something. Make sure that you've got uh, a solid RMM solution in place working for you. Uh, t- two other things, or maybe maybe I might even just you asked for three. I'm probably going to give you four here, um, <laughs> but uh, looking at when you make your vendor solution, selections, how open are those selections? How, how open is that vendor to working? And I, I touched on that earlier on in the show, so that would probably be my takeaway number two. And the third thing that, that we're seeing is, is, is not only a specialization around technology, but a specialization around services. And so something that, that people might be wanting to think about is that you cannot be all things to all people, and you have an expertise in your business. Uh, there's lots of solution providers out there that are great at virtualization. They, they know how to virtualize an environment. They understand the benefits. They can work with all the, the technologies out there. Uh, but maybe when it comes to implementing you know, networking or load balancing technology or whatever, they have a hard time doing that. There's others out there that are fantastic at, at security and looking at uh, managing the security in an environment, but maybe have a hard time with, with things like um, off-site storage and, and disaster recovery. And so something we're seeing that's, that's kind of neat, uh, other than this open vendor collaboration, is this solution provider to solution provider collaboration and the ability to work with other solution providers, network with other solution providers, and present the services that your customer needs. Do the stuff that you're great at, absolutely. Compete, fight, uh, win the business, absolutely. But you know the stuff that, you, that, that, that other people, frankly, are doing better, uh, collaborate. Work with that other person and, and deliver comprehensive solutions to your customer through integrating with other solution providers. And the fourth thing, and the thing I'd like you all to take away, is, is you know, when you look at, as we've been talking about uh, over the course of, of the discussion at lunch uh, today, is, is that for $49, you know, there's no better source of, of MSP education out, out in the industry. And so uh, all you've got to do is log on to www.mspartners.com. Uh, we have uh, we'll take uh, credit cards on our website. Uh, you pay your forty nine dollars, and you get access to all of this great education. As I mentioned, we've had seventeen hundred members, leads generated to date. Uh, we're out at uh, twenty four channel events uh, this year, so you can catch us at most channel events. Uh, we'll be at uh, the SMB Summit next week uh, as well, um, and uh, we'd love to visit with you. We've had over forty thousand website visits in two thousand and seven. 
Uh, and then I'm really pleased to announce this. We just won the Best New Channel Initiative at CompTIA Breakaway UK. And uh, so, you know, if you're looking at $49 and, and getting value for your money out of spending that $49, come on, uh, come, come to www.msppartners.com, sign up, become a member, and get access to all this great education. Um, and then as well, not to forget the 2008 content that's coming up uh, with iPad and, and uh, other leading industry analysts. So um, there, no, not, not a very short answer again, but uh, th those are the four things that I'd, I'd touch oh, on. It's all good. It's, it's, it's definitely uh, good information. And I'm really um, happy, and then, you know, I was, uh, was going to bring up the partnering idea myself too, but I'm happy you got it, you got it out there mm -hmm. because there is strength in numbers, and if you are one of those MSPs that are concerned about the 800-pound gorillas coming into our market, uh, if you're a one- or two-man show, the only way you're really going to compete, and this is something that I built my business on, is by partnering. You can't be uh, doing um, on-site work if needed in a different geographical region because you just don't have that reach. But by partnering with other firms that offer that service, you can really expand your reach and, and touch different markets or see different opportunities that perhaps you may have not uh, identified Absolutely. if you were just uh, you know going on and doing your own thing or trying to be everything to everybody. And we all know what happens there when you stretch yourself too thin. Mm -hmm. You start dropping balls and you start getting upset clients and mm -hmm. your business really starts to suffer instead of prospering. So mm -hmm. I'm, a, I'm a strong advocate of, of partnering. And through my affiliation with the IMCP, is we uh, do a lot of P2P, partner-to-partner -partner type initiatives. So... We'll have to talk about that one uh, as well, John. I know since Carlson's on the board at Level Platforms and you work very closely with him, uh, we definitely something we can do there as well through the IMCP. Great. So I'm I'm an MSP and I'm you know I really love the information and the content we've got here. But you know, I, Jim, I have a few extra questions for you. Where how can we how can we reach out to you? How can we reach out to us? Like, if I was an MSP, how can I reach out to you to get more information? Oh, sorry. <laughs> I was looking for... Uh, you can reach us at members at mspartners.com, uh, or you can uh, co contact me directly. I'll uh, give out my email address. I'm uh, jhamilton at mspartners.com. We love email from our members. Uh, we love email from solution providers. We love to hear from vendors. So uh, if you want to if you wanna touch base with us, uh, feel free either at members at msppartners.com or my, my email address is jhamilton at msppartners.com. The other option is go onto our website, look at the contact us uh, section of the uh, of the website, and our phone numbers are there, and you can reach us by phone at any time. And, uh, again, we, we love to talk with folks, so uh, feel free to give us a call. Yeah, it's great. And, you know, it's uh, one other thing, Jim, that uh, we, we haven't talked about, and you kind of just planted the seed there, is we love to hear feedback uh, from the other small business IT professionals or MSPs out there or IT partners or Microsoft partners, Sonical partners, Cisco resellers, whoever you are, we'd love to hear feedback. So if you've got a success story that you want to share with us, email it in to me, and I'll make sure we talk about it on the show, maybe even interview you. Uh, and also if you're an MSP Partners member, hey, send those win wires and those client success stories up to, uh, to Jim because you never know when you can get showcased on their website. And I'm a big PR guy, and I love uh, doing PR work. And nothing uh, nothing builds the company better than some good PR. And this is why I'm all in favor of shameless promotion because you know <laughs> nobody's going to call you. You got to get out there and you got to initiate all that stuff, Jim. Yeah. And so, on top of that, there's nothing better than free PR. <laughs> so absolutely, absolutely, absolutely. 
Um, so saying that, Jim, thank you very much for uh, coming on to the program today. I, uh, I have to hop on a ConnectWise call now. Uh, one conference call after another. But I w- really want to thank you for uh, taking time out of your lunch hour, especially on the, uh, in Ottawa there. So it's the lunch hour now for coming and talk to us on the program today. Well, my pleasure. Thank you for, for having me. It was, it was a lot of fun. And just want to remind everybody who's uh, listening today that uh, over the next little while, I'm actually burning off some holiday time, so I'm going to be away the next few Fridays. But we're going to have a special program on Halloween on Wednesday. We're going to have uh, Kevin Peekser uh, Kevin from Dell uh, Canada out, who manages the small business program in, in Dell Canada. And we're trying to get a few other folks from Dell on the call. And we're going to be talking about the, the Dell SMB initiative and touching into their SMB uh, or their panel or partner strategy. Don't know how much we're going to dig into the partner stuff. We're definitely going to talk about the small business uh, approach from Dell because there's a lot of information out there that, and a lot of rumors going on. Let's just hear the story from the people that can tell it. So we'll have them on uh, 10 o'clock Mountain on uh, Wednesday. Uh, you can get the information at smallbusinessitradio.com. And like I said, I really want to hear your success story. So if you have a success story, something that you have done, we have showcased other guys up here, Eric Thorsell from Success Computers with his uh, SharePoint solutions, and Aaron Booker from Hardlines with his uh, video stuff that he does out of Bellingham, Washington. We have had partners on talking about what they do. And this show is for you guys. It's for the small business IT professionals, the business owners. So I want to hear what you guys are doing out there. Maybe we can get you on and start talking about what you do, and uh, who knows what that can lead to. So, again, this is Stuart Crawford in Calgary, Alberta, Canada. We're going to sign off today for Small Business IT Radio. Reach out to us by emailing. Uh, you can email me at Stuart, S-T-U-A-R-T, at StuartCrawford.com, or you can visit our website at www.SmallBusinessITRadio.com. Hey, sign up for those uh, announcements and find out what's going on. And uh, stay tuned. We're going to have lots of great stuff coming uh, in, the, in the last quarter here of 2007. And we're going to start putting our plans together for 2008. So signing off for now. Have a great uh, successful weekend. And uh, reach out to us with your success stories.